Welcome to Quick Hits, a bi-weekly episode designed to give you genuine insights and practical application of a singular topic. You know how sometimes you meet someone and they end up verbalizing something that makes you feel so normal? Like something that you couldn't put into words but you knew you felt down deep inside? Well, a book that I've been listening to recently uh, has done that for me, and it's by Stephen Pressfield. The title is War of Art, not Art of War. That's something totally different. This is a different book, uh, War of Art. Its focus is the topic of resistance and the differences between how amateurs and professionals respond to this force called resistance. So Stephen does an amazing job, in my opinion, of personifying resistance, taking it from the abstract and making it with human fingers and claws and teeth and turning it into this thing that you can feel, but it's still in the abstract because you can't see it and all of that. Anyway, instead of me going on and on, I took a piece from the beginning of the book Rather than trying to summarize, let me see if you can identify with any of this stuff here, okay? The following is a list that most commonly elicit resistance. The pursuit of any calling in writing, painting, music, film, dance, or any creative art, however marginal or unconventional. Two, the launching of any entrepreneurial venture or enterprise for, the, for profit or otherwise. Three, any diet or health regimen. Four, any program of spiritual advancement. Five, any activity that's goal is tighter abdominals. Six, any course designed to overcome any unwholesome habit or addiction. Seven, education of every kind. Eight, any act of political, moral, or ethical courage, including the decision to change for the better, some unworthy pattern or conduct in ourselves. Nine, the undertaking of any enterprise or endeavor whose aim is to help others. Ten, any act that entails commitment of the heart. He talks about the decision to get married, to have a child, to weather a rocky patch in a relationship. Number 11, the taking of any principled stand in the face of adversity. In other words, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, or integrity. Or expressed another way, any act that derives from our higher nature instead of our lower. Any of these will elicit resistance. But what is it? First, resistance is invisible. It can't be seen, touched, heard, or smelled. But it can be felt. We experience it as an energy field radiating from a work in potential. It's a repelling force. It's negative. Its aim is to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing our work. And then later on, Stephen writes, resistance is internal. It seems to come outside of ourselves. Resistance is not a peripheral opponent. Resistance arises from within. It is self-generated and self-perpetuated. Resistance is the enemy within. Okay, so now... Breaking off of that, here's how I see it. Every time you attempt to do something of value, whether it's as simple as complimenting someone, beginning a public-facing endeavor, taking a new role, staying consistent with a workout program, um, going deeper in a a really intimate relationship with a a spouse or a child, um, there's something pushing against your efforts. 
Think about it. Alarm goes off. There's more than being tired that's immediately selling you how this is just a waste of time to get up and go running. Crack open a new journal. There's more than finding the right words or picking the right pen color keeping you from writing. You've just finished that blog, that LinkedIn post, and this one's a little more on the I failed but learned side of things than your others. Well, why do you want to delete it all of a sudden? You see the need, you're widely networked, the research is done, and this nonprofit could help hundreds if not thousands of people. You know what? Forget it. This is just another 501c3 just like all the rest. A big one for me personally was school. I graduated from high school, went to college for two years, dropped out of college for two years, then decided to go back. And it turns out deciding wasn't enough. And there was almost two semesters worth of credits I'd lose in transferring and the paperwork. Should I even do this? What am I going to study? What am I doing? This isn't going to be worth it. Nasty thoughts, but true story. That's what happened to me in one instance. Stephen goes on to describe the enemy or resistance. Resistance will tell you anything to keep you from doing your work. It'll perjure, fabricate, falsify, seduce, bully, cajole. Resistance is protean. It'll take any form if that's what it takes to deceive you. It'll reason with you like a lawyer or jam a nine millimeter in your face like a stick-up man. Resistance has no conscience. It'll pledge anything to get a deal, then double-cross you when your back is turned. If you take resistance at its word, you deserve everything you get. Resistance is always lying and always full of crap. So here's in summary. You've got a job to do. I've got a job to do. There's more to it than what's on our paycheck. Don't give in to resistance, but be aware that it wants to derail you from your calling. Respect that resistance is coming for you and then get to work anyways. This is part of leading with excellence and chasing your passion. Keep going. One foot in front of the other, in front of the other, go to bed tired and know that the fight begins again tomorrow. But remember, you're not alone. There's a lot of other pros out there who are committed over the long haul, doing it imperfectly, but putting one foot in front of the other every day, just like you are. Thank you for your time. If you want to connect with us, you can shoot us an email at impactpodcast at ccbtechnology.com. Or if you want to connect with me, specifically at Steve Shear on Instagram, Steve Shear on LinkedIn. And as always, from all of us here at CCB Technology, thanks for listening. <laughs>